Welcome to the My Koreans Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Jonah Krokmalnik. Together, we'll explore the art of turning tiny seeds into a thriving microgreens empire, sharing insights, coveted secrets, and strategic wisdom from building one of Canada's largest microgreens farms. Stay tuned for thought-provoking conversations with leading figures in the world of microgreens. In this thrilling premiere episode of the Microgreens Mastery Podcast, we're about to uncover the incredible journey of Living Earth Farm. From its humble beginnings, its meteoric rise to becoming one of Canada's leading microgreens farms, to the game-changing developments that ignited the inception of this very podcast. Let me start by sharing the condensed version of this story, before delving into some interesting details and the lessons I've gathered along the way. My journey in farming began quite simply, with a seed planted in my dad's garden during my childhood. It was a modest garden tomato that sparked my fascination, revealing how something so simple could hold such amazing flavor, often out of the reach for the average person. During my time in college, I pursued a business degree with a focus on sustainability. And at that point, farming didn't seem like a viable career choice. After a brief stint in the corporate world, I found myself volunteering at an urban farm in Toronto. There, I learned the ins and outs of farming, and after gaining some experience, I took a leap of faith to establish my own farm, Living Earth Farm. Over time, the seed of inspiration planted in my dad's garden began to grow. I had the opportunity to combine my business skills with my passion for food, gradually expanding Living Earth Farm from a small, home-based venture into one of Canada's largest producer of organic microgreens. Ten years into my farming journey, I made the decision to sell Living Earth Farm, and shift my focus towards education, developing new tools for farm farmers, and assisting other farms in achieving the kind of success I experienced at Living Earth. Now you might be wondering why I chose to part ways with my farm. Sounds kind of crazy, right? In this podcast episode, I'll take you through my 10-year journey, allowing you to understand the factors that led to the most significant decision of my career and the incredible opportunities that have unfolded since. When I graduated college, I got the typical corporate nine to five. I thought, okay, I did what society told me to do. I got a degree, I got a quote unquote good job. I was moving towards what most people would call success. Everything appeared fantastic on the surface, but there was a nagging feeling deep down, an intuition we all have, but often push aside. I couldn't ignore it any longer. I wanted to wake up each day with excitement, passion about the work ahead, and that inner desire couldn't be silenced. I started looking up if there were any farms in Toronto I could check out and see if there were any other options for me. I found an urban farm called Fresh City Farms, which to this day still helps farms start out. I fell in love working with the soil, getting my hands dirty, and engaging in physical labor. I realized that my hard work was contributing to the creation of incredibly fresh, mouthwatering food. It was a revelation, and I discovered my tribe, people who shared an unwavering passion for food and were driven to make a difference. This was a world apart from my days of staring at soulless Excel spreadsheets in a windowless cubicle. That winter, Fresh City Farms started growing microgreens in their greenhouse. They were the fastest growing crops I'd ever seen and tasted unbelievably amazing. I crunched the numbers and was amazed at how viable this crop was from a business perspective. They also so happened to be the most profitable legal cash crop in the world. The wheels started turning and the mad scientist in me came out. I became obsessed. I started experimenting at home with every microgreen variety I could. 
I would wake up on a minus 20 degree day in the winter, excited to see my little crops grow and see which ones grew best. I knew I found something special and made the decision the next summer to go all in on microgreens. I started selling at farmer's markets that summer. It was a lot of work, but I loved it. I didn't sell a ton of microgreens, but it was the best learning opportunity of a lifetime. I used that time to ask customers what they wanted, what they liked, and what they didn't like. This is where my first big farming breakthrough happened. This one customer came up to me from purchasing microgreens the week before and told me they had this like plasticky taste to them and that the soil was really bad. And I thought to myself, what the heck are they talking about? I ignored it as most of the feedback was great, but for some reason, that feedback stuck to me. I was using some bag soil from Home Depot at the time and thought the soil was great, but the mad scientist in me wanted to experiment. I tested more soils than I could count over a few months and was able to create a soil recipe that not only increased yield significantly, but made the product taste much, much better. Whoa, all this from a single complaint from a single customer. I was able to make my business more profitable, create a better product and become more competitive, which little did I know would come in handy a year later. The lesson here was not that all feedback should be employed in your business, but rather using first principles to determine what is the truth. I knew my product could be better. I just started after all, and that honest feedback allowed my business to transform. After creating a great growing formula for microgreens, I was ready to level up my farm that winter, year two of the microgreens journey. I started selling my products to individuals, restaurants, and a small local food hub. It was working. It was gaining traction and people wanted more than I could grow. I simply ran out of space at the home setup. I saved up that winter and was ready to go all in on expanding the farm. I put every last dollar I had into finding a commercial space, filling it with grow racks, lights, getting it ready to grow with HVAC, electrical, and plumbing upgrades. It took about six months to find a suitable space. There's a common saying, don't bet the farm, meaning don't risk it all. I learned that being an entrepreneur meant that following your dreams meant you sometimes got to bet the farm. It was absolutely terrifying signing the lease for the space, but I knew it was the right decision. It was the complete opposite gut feeling than working the nine to five job I had. It was exciting and thrilling. The first few months of the expansion went great, but I hit a stumbling block. At this point, I was only selling living microgreens, meaning they were grown and sold with the greens uncut. It was great from a time perspective as there was no harvest and was super efficient, but I was finding it more and more difficult to get new customers. It went on for months and months like this. I felt defeated. I thought I had it all figured out, the business model, the growing recipes, getting the commercial space. This is when the second big lesson of my farming journey kicked me in the butt. People are lazy. <laughs> While a few customers love the freshness of living product, most didn't want the hassle of cutting their own salad, disposing of the soil, and hoping mold wouldn't form before eating them. The average person wants convenience, not more work in their busy schedule. I knew I had to change something, but I was lazy too. I had a choice to make, either continuing doing what I was doing or adapt and grow. Being the lazy person I was, I decided cutting microgreens by hand wasn't the business model I wanted to cultivate. It would be too expensive to mass market and too time consuming. Here, the current rose on the third pivotal chapter of my farming journey, automation. If I didn't want to cut microgreens with scissors or a knife, what would I do? I spent countless hours figuring out a system to build a harvester from scratch. But partway through, I found a company that already built this, the Quick Cut Greens Harvester. This machine felt magical. 
It would cut the microgreens in no time. I could spend one to two hours a week harvesting instead of 10 plus hours by hand. I found the way through my business model dilemma and out the other side was the brightest years for Living Earth Farm. I automated and automated and automated. I bought a soil mixing machine, a tray washer, a seeding machine, automated watering system. I utilized spreadsheets to manage production and so much more. This completely transformed Living Earth and allowed me to spend time on sales and easy sales at that. I found out what customers wanted, distributors, retail stores, restaurants, Business was booming and I couldn't keep up again. It was time to expand again. And this time there wasn't anything more to automate. So it was time to start hiring staff. Living Earth more than doubled production almost overnight. We expanded 120% in a matter of six weeks. Racking, lights, plumbing, software, electrical, HVAC, even blowing up walls. We did it all in six weeks. Six months after expanding, we had three full-time staff plus myself. The farm was smooth sailing despite a crazy large expansion. Then in a blink of an eye, COVID happened. Overnight, 40% of our business vanished. All of our restaurant distributors shut down. It was devastating. I was at a loss. I had no idea what the future looked like, but I knew growing food was still my passion and so important during the food shortages of 2020. We spent the next three months on a massive sales push to retail stores as that is where people were solely shopping now. Practically everything else was shut down and it worked. We were able to push past our record high sales pre-COVID and Living Earth Farm came out the other side stronger and more resilient. I learned an important lesson during the early days of COVID. Diversity is critical in managing risk. If we solely focused on the more profitable restaurant industry, our sales would have been $0 and much harder to recover from. Having a diversity of customers, suppliers, crops, and employees not only allowed the farm to survive when many other microgreens farms went out of business, it allowed us to thrive. Soil became difficult to get supply of, seeds were out of stock, and hiring was challenging during the post-COVID boom. It was a tough time to run a farm, but having multiple seed sources, soil sources, employer hiring tactics allowed the farm to thrive in a very difficult external environment. During the COVID years, I started having new opportunities arise, including purchasing a property to Airbnb and building a microgreens business course with Freedom Farmers. This was amazing. I was able to delegate workflow from the farm to staff and focus on other projects I was excited about. Little did I know, I bit off more than I could chew. I was working insane hours managing the farm, building the microgreens course, and managing an Airbnb property. I remember a very distinct moment that changed my farming trajectory. In the winter of 2022, I was planning to go on vacation for the first time since COVID, and I got a few calls on the same day before I left. From the farm, the delivery van broke down. From the Airbnb, a guest walked into a flooded basement from a frozen pipe. And from the course, a deadline fast approaching to film the content. It was insanity. Attempting to juggle three businesses at once, I found myself struggling to give any of them the attention they deserved. Initially, I believed that diversifying into multiple ventures would be a smart long-term strategy, but it quickly led to chaos and overwhelming days. My focus was stretched to the limit, and I had only a finite amount of time each day to dedicate to all three passion projects. This is where the story ties into the present. Recording this first episode of this podcast, I am super, super excited to share with other microgreens growers and aspiring farmers. I had to make a decision about my time and resources. Arriving at this pivotal decision was no easy feat. It took months of intense deliberation, 
countless discussions with friends and family, and a whole lot of soul searching. But in the end, I made a bold choice to sell Living Earth Farm and step away from Airbnb hosting. It might sound unconventional, even a tad crazy, but let me lay out the reasoning behind it. So I had a choice, continue spreading my resources thin across multiple ventures or double down on one path. In a daring move, I chose the latter. I went all in betting the farm, not on crops, but on the power of education and innovative tools for the next generation of farmers. The knowledge I've gathered during my decade-long journey nurturing one of Canada's largest microgreens farms should not be confined. It should be set free, accessible to everyone. And that's the essence of this podcast, a platform for sharing the wealth of wisdom with aspiring farmers, beginners stepping into the field, and seasoned professionals looking to transform into microgreens masters. So get ready to dive into a world of knowledge, inspiration, and transformation. Join us on this journey as we unveil the secrets to crafting a lean, mean, microgreens growing machine. I can hardly contain my excitement as I gear up to share my wealth of knowledge and insights right here on this podcast. It's not just any podcast. It's a treasure trove of valuable, high-quality information that I believe is vital. In my humble opinion, there's no more crucial, fulfilling, and rewarding job than growing food and nourishing your community. What can you expect from this podcast, you ask? Well, we've got a feast of content lined up for you. Tune in for episodes brimming with actionable recommendations like the art of selling to retail stores or mastering the cultivation of sunflower sprouts. And that's not all. We're turning the spotlight on you, our fantastic listeners, with engaging Q&A sessions where I address your burning questions from social media. We've also got a lineup of incredible guests joining us from farms across the globe, each at various stages of their microgreens journey. So do me the honor of joining us every week as we embark on a journey into the captivating world of microgreens. Together, we'll unearth the secrets, hone our skills, and share the magic of microgreens. Thanks for tuning in to the Microgreens Mastery Podcast. To access a wealth of insights, just click the subscribe button, stay notified about each new episode, and enjoy all of this wisdom for free. If you're ready to supercharge your Microgreens business, visit microgreensconsulting.com for a gold mine of guides and resources. We've transformed thousands of Microgreens businesses, and you're invited to join the success story. Let's stay connected. Follow us on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok at Microgreens Consulting for exclusive content and expert tips and wisdom. If you found this episode insightful, please leave us a review, spread the word, and let's share Microgreens magic with the world. Until next time, let curiosity fuel your growth and may happiness be your harvest. Happy growing, everyone.